0: WLFE TV Radio Are you ready? Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York We are gold
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a fresh edition of Metal Mayhem ROC. I'm the Vernomatic, and as always, Thursday nights, brand new content drops. Visit the MetalMayhemROC.com website. There you'll find direct links to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, however you're consuming your podcasting content. While you're there, do us a favor, download some past shows, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. That kind of stuff helps our analytics, and our ranking out there in the Google world. Also, sign up for our email newsletter. This is your chance to stay in touch with us. We stay in touch with you, tell you about uh, upcoming shows, promotions, give you updates on the Monday Night Live radio show that I do on thatmetalstation.com. So tonight, uh, we have a fresh one. Had a chance to see Alice Cooper and Ace Frehley last night, played the Utica Market Stanley Theater. I have with me Metal Mayhem ROC correspondent and filling co-host Ian O'Rourke here. How you doing, man? Hey, brother. How you doing today? We're doing all right. So you got home safe after the show last night, I see.
2: Yeah, you as well. I I I'm glad that you got a chance to come and experience the uh, the downtown Utica experience, you know, as far as you know being at the Stanley. It was it's a big deal for the Stanley because that's the first. Show post pandemic that they've had, and they wanted to kick it off with something good. And when Alice was announcing his tours back in July, that's when they picked it up. So that's pretty cool.
1: Ian and I are here tonight. Uh, we're going to tell you about the show. We're not going to really tell you a set list because if you really want to know that, you could go online. We don't want to be the one spoiling it, but we are going to tell you our interpretation of it, give you a little background on the venue. It's about a 3,000 seat old theater it's reserved seating and they did have covid uh protocol basically what happened is me i'm vaccinated i showed them my card and my id and i they gave me a wristband and i had the option to go maskless so basically if anyone's going to shows all the bit of advice i have is bring your vax card and bring your id So uh, Ace Freely opens. It's uh, the Ace Freely, not not any particular tour. The last release he had, what was it? That um, Origins two release from a couple years ago, and the band was fantastic. Made up of obviously Ace, Uh, Phil Scoose on bass and vocals, Ryan Cook on guitar, Jeremy Ashbrook guitar and vocals, and Christopher Williams on drums. Ian, what do you know about this band?
2: It was unbeknownst to me until recently speaking with my uh, fellow uh, motor lord, co-guitarist and co-vocalist, Gooby Carroll. This is Gene Simmons' touring band. And what happened when I did a little bit of digging was back in 2018, uh, when uh, Ace was going out doing his touring, He had done a bunch of shows with Gene and they kind of swapped off and on doing uh, playing, but he just jumped up with Gene's band and he had such a good time. And he said, he goes, there was such a fresh energy not to knock any of his old guys, but he basically got rid of his old support band and hired on Gene's band. And these guys really, when they do is they'll go out with Gene and Zeno play a bunch of covers and they'll throw in a couple of Kiss tunes when he does, you know, some smaller venues and, and things that he wants to do, but I, you experienced it as well as I did. These guys were top bar, man. I mean, that Phil Schuster, the 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 bass player, he did a great job. Uh, and I want to say it was Ryan Cook that took the uh, lead vocals on um, one of the Kiss it, songs. The, the, yeah.
1: these guys they split it up um they, they oh went around God. yeah they went around the horn playing it was heavy on kiss songs and they yeah. went around the horn one guy would would sing vocals on one song another guy would sing vocals on another song that ace wasn't the lead vocal on originally
2: and he sounded like paul was the best part about it i mean it sounded like young paul stanley so, you know, anybody thinking it's like, oh, it's just another band playing. No, these guys really, they've done their homework and they know how to how to pull it all off, which is great.
1: Now, like I mentioned, uh, it was the unofficial tour for Origins too. And if you're not familiar with it, Ace in the last four, six, seven years have been releasing these cover albums of songs and bands that he loves and grew up on and whatnot. So there was... Covers sprinkled in throughout the set. And Ace, uh, the, the stage set was great. Just a nice big drum riser with a gong in the back. Either side of the drums had a couple stacks of Marshals, nice lights, and a beautiful Ace Freely tapestry in the back that had said Ace Freely with Ace of Hearts playing cards on it. Now, my seats were seventh row in this, so we were right up there. Ian and Gooby from Motorlord, you guys were on the floor, but a little farther back. Ian, what, what was your take of the set and the aesthetics of it?
2: Yeah, I was on the floor with uh, our drummer, Don, uh, what they called orchestra left. What I saw, I could see everything. The only issue that I had was later on, and we'll, we'll get into that, was um, just being impeded by one of the um, overhead PA speakers as far as visual but the stage setting and I I was I nodded to Don at one point uh, maybe three or four songs into Ace's set I told him I said I go as much as I am a fan of metal that sound that was coming off that stage that hard rock sound the way it was balanced with all the guitars and the bass and the drums the way that it was coming at you and you could hear everything and it was just like so encapsulating i go that's the sound that is the perfect sound and it was great man i mean the, you know you you know hats off to the the crew that did their work there um anthony uh donaldson is uh the manager for the stanley he's a personal friend of motor lord uh, shout out to him. He's a great guy, but he's got top-notch people that come in. And I don't know if it was uh, any of his crew that's there for the theater or if it was for the actual bands that were running the house uh, as far as sound-wise, but they did an excellent job. And the way that they have that place set up, that was the optimal volume. It wasn't something overpowering that leaves you with you know, constant ringing um, there was a little bit of a ring because it's a rock show. It's still supposed to be loud, but it was good, loud, balanced, and everything just looked perfect. You know, I mean, that's, you don't need much more than that, especially when you're talking about Ace Freely. A drum riser, stacks of marshals, a bunch of guys up there with the big Ace Freely backdrop. That's it. You know, a couple lights overhead, boom, perfect.
1: Now, the band, they're dressed up in regular, you know, rock and metal garb. You know, the one guitarist had a flying V that was all shiny and everything. He had a uh, denim jacket with patches on it. Uh, a couple of the other guys had the spandex and stuff. They're, they're playing the role. They're looking the part. Ace comes out with uh, black leather pants. He had cowboy boots on, like those pointed cowboy boots. He had a long black leather a black like a leather jacket on with a tie-dye Ace Frehley shirt took that off a couple couple songs into the set um just saw so, one song after another not a lot of talking not a lot of you know you know he said his hellos and stuff but I'm telling you Ian uh, I'm not a guitarist or anything but Ace was ripping that band that band was his net but he was he was really doing well and he claimed at one point he was he's been sober for 15 years and you know god bless him i i hope it's true you know he just seemed on top of his game he seemed for for someone his age he has to be close to 70 he uh, he was looks like he was generally having fun and we were right there i really
2: enjoyed it yeah ace definitely i mean all you know all points to him ace always consistently sounds like ace you know i mean it's like angus sounds like angus you know eddie sounded like eddie you know and they have their own particular style ace has never been one of those guys that's been known as a shredder but ace has always been a ripper on on the guitar and his tone is always intact um he he goes through all of the stuff that he does and he knows he does well he never tries to step way out beyond the boundaries um, he, he always, you know, keeps it within his wheelhouse, but he pulled it off the way he's supposed to. And you're right. I mean, the band was there, but that band, I mean, you know, you could have dropped a guitar on stage and nobody would have known because they were so tight and so spot on and they hit everything perfect. And, uh, you know, as always, you know, when you're dealing with an A. Freely show, he put on all the spectacle that you would come accustomed to, you know, the smoking guitar and, you know, he's got the light-up guitar and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. people that people that are, are, are knowing that that's going to be there, you know, you'll be pleasantly surprised when you get in there, and it's the exact same thing that you get every time Ace goes out there. And to back up, like you had said with the cowboy boots, you know, since the 80s, you know, he's a guy that adopted that look a la Lemmy. You know, I mean, all of a sudden he stopped wearing the – the Chuck Taylors, you know, like he used to back in the day, and he's been wearing the cowboy boots with the leather pants, and it's almost like those that old guard rocker look, you know, having your, you know, your tight pants and your freaking cowboy boots. You know, they had adopted that look since the '80s, and Ace has been rocking it all the way up through. So
1: yeah, uh, one thing I noticed, more observations, is the band was sincerely having fun, and they were just they were just jamming and smiling and they weren't being like metal rock and roll cliche by any means. They weren't, they were really having fun with these songs and ACE at so many times, it was sort of like a gang and you could tell ACE was the leader and like the big brother. And these guys were just right behind him. They had his back and they gave them, gave him room to just be ACE. It's ACE freely. And you know, I was thinking about this, and I thought about it on the way home last night. I would love to see Ace do a tour, like, with this band, with all old Kiss, and have the guys sing the non-Ace songs like they were doing last night. I'll give one spoiler. They did Detroit Rock City. And the guy that sang that, uh, don't quote me, is one of the guys, Jeremy Ashbrook, is one of the guitarists. Um one first of all, he sounded spot on It was like Paul Stanley hasn't sounded like this in years. It was sort of nice to hear these songs without all the bombs, without all the flash pots, without all the hoopla it's you they were bad hearing these kiss songs back in the environment where it's the music that that was in the forefront, and that's what gets lost with some of this big kiss tour now where, you know, yeah, sure. You know, every second there's a bomb going off, but this music secondary, it's sort of like they're going through the motions. These guys were thoroughly enjoying it and Ace was enjoying it.
2: You know, the one thing that, you know, like you had said, I mean, you know, you get the guys that are in the metal thing and it's automatically got to be about the posturing and the, and the, and the, and the look and everything else. And they always have to have that, that scowl or it's got to be, you know, it's like, we're trying to send a message. These guys were having a blast and they were all fricking smiling and they were all fricking yeah, pointing to people and, you know, getting the crowd going and doing the things that they had to do. And they go through their moves just like every other band does. You know, you got to put your, you know, your poses on while you're on stage because you are there to entertain people. You're there as an entertainer. Anybody that stands around with their thumb up their ass isn't worth a salt. Okay. Secondly, ACE has always been, a hard rocker he's been the hard rocker of the band we're going back to kiss so when you look at the stuff that he did play ace played the hard rockers you know you're not gonna hear a lot of the you know the the mushy mush uh stuff and the stuff that's too overbonely pop. that um you know the gene and paul used to pen um a little bit more you know he played the stuff that you know ace had involvement with that uh, Ace was, you know, a, a key contributor or songwriter for, and it's the stuff that he enjoys playing because it's true blue part of his uh, heart and soul. So, yeah, kudos to those guys, man. They just it was really better than I expected it to be. Really, and and I'm not knocking Ace for anything that he's ever done before. What I, I was, I was really uh, my expectations were were exceeded. I
1: would give the show a solid nine. I really would. I would give it a nine. I, it was like it was one of those when he was over. I just, you know, sta- I was standing, obviously. I just clapped. And I, I looked at my buddy, and I'm like, wow, that was that was fucking good. I was proud of Ace. So, All right, well, uh, Ace opened up, and opening up for Alice Cooper. Now, Coop, he's, uh hasn't played in 18 months, you know, two years. It's, it's, it's the fourth or fifth date on this, um, the Detroit, wh- what's the name of this? The um, uh, the Alice Cooper uh, Detroit Muscle Tour. He has a yeah, new album out. Um, D- Detroit Muscle has a collaboration of all these uh, Detroit uh, musicians, collaboration with, you know, all his old friends. The album's getting a lot of critical acclaim on the way there. My buddy, Kale uh, Jammer. He's a big Coop fan, uh, played me a lot of the songs that they're going to be playing live, got me uh, you know, up to speed on it. So this band, uh, obviously, Alice Cooper, uh, Ryan Rosie on guitar, Tommy Henriken on guitar, Chuck Garrick bass, Glenn Sowell drums, and Nita Strauss on third lead guitar. Again, I don't want to overemphasize, but these are pros, pros. Ian, give us a little history on this band. What do you know about them?
2: So I know that um, Nita has been with Alice now for quite some time. And and I'm going to go right on record and tell everybody I'm a Nita Strauss fan. I think that Nita is not only is she uh, uh, beautiful, but she is such a shredder and such a great guitar player. And the one thing that I think I had discussion with you and some of the other people last night was Alice is one of those guys that, you know, once he, got himself cultivated and up through the 80s was kind of like carverdale was kind of like a lot of these other you know uh headliners that they made sure that at least one guy in their stable or girl in this re- in this respect um was a ripper and you know no knock to the other two guys because they're great solid uh guitar players and soloists but nita's on another level she's uh she's a joe Satriani, and steve Vai kind of kind of player you know so she's really got the chops um, it was at one point her and another female uh ripper named uh, Anthe, uh going back to the mid 2000s um, but he had always had th- uh, always had pulled around three um, I want to say that it was uh, Ryan Roxy has been with him uh the longest as far as his uh, other guitar player but he's got, um, you know, obviously Nita, you know, and you had mentioned, uh, Tommy, uh, Henrichen, uh, is from, uh, he said Switzerland. Um, I think he may have misspoke. spoke. I thought it was Sweden, but maybe I misread something at one point, but I mean, these guys, that was just a solid, you know, and Glenn Sobel as well. Glenn Sobel has been with him. Um, and so has Chuck Garrick, uh, the bass player, been with him for a while now. Um, uh, I think that uh, Tommy's the probably the newest guy from what I can discover, but you you witnessed that as well. I mean, Alice could have walked out and you know talked into the microphone, didn't even have to sing, and that band was so explosive and so good that they just literally made everything that he had going on better. And I mean, come on, it's an Alice Cooper show. You're there for the show, and this thing was wow. You know, I mean, it ex- this truly, truly exceeded my expectations because this is my first time ever in my life seeing Alice Cooper, and to be able to witness it like this, you, you know, uh, I, I was, I'm, st- I'm still to this point. I, I came home and woke my wife up to let her know that I was home and and told her about the whole thing. And you know, I afterwards, I think she wanted to go. All right, listen, I got to go back to sleep. I have to work in the morning. So
1: <laughs> now the, the set list. I'm not even going to attempt. This was only my second Alice show. And I've been a fan for years. And, you know, I I know the I know the hits. And I'm I'm not going to say that I know a deep dive at all. Now, Ian, you're a little more up to speed on Coop. Looking at the set list, are there any things in here, any chestnuts, any deep cuts
2: that you're surprised they played, that they haven't played? Or One of the songs, Vern, I mean, I've got to you know, I, and I said it just a little bit ago, I've got to give a huge shout out. This, the There's two big dramatic points where modern Alice comes into play with what he has done with these this group of musicians. There's a guitar solo that Nita Strauss takes that goes into the song uh, Roses on White Lace, right? And I'm not going to divulge a whole lot of material for you people, but I'm going to let you know that that and one of the jams that the band does later on, just totally, I mean, anybody that is a is a Alice fan, but anybody aside from that that has never seen Alice and wants to experience what Alice can do, and it's like, oh, well, you know, Alice is an old guy from the 70s. Yeah, Alice still freaking kicks some major ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. And this group of musicians he's got, they just bring it to the next level. So now all of a sudden... Anybody that's thinking that, you know, a 70-plus Alice Cooper, that can't do it. He still sings as good as he always has. He still does all the moves as good as he always has. And he plays music with a group of musicians that sounds like he's relevant today, just like he was back in the 70s. Mm -hmm. That's one point. The other point is I didn't realize it. I was trying to remember where I knew the song from, but a couple songs into the set list, he does a cover of rock and roll by the velvet underground. And I was thinking to myself, I go, what album is this off? I, 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 I can't remember. I said, I go, I know the song. I know the song. And it, it took me a bit to realize afterwards. I'm like, Oh my God, was fucking Lou Reed. So really cool stuff. You know, I mean, and you know, <laughs> you know, look at, I mean, you got to experience all of that stuff. I mean, it was anything and everything that Alice has ever done. He threw it all at you within a freaking two-hour show, hour and a half, two-hour show. I mean, he just blazed it, man. It was just, and there were another one, like you said before with Ace. Not a lot of talking. Alice just gets out there and does his business. Boom, 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 boom. They went from song to song to song. It was, it was. I'm still. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, definitely. Well, well, (laughs) they rock and roll. It's on the, the new album. It, 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 they, oh, they do okay. a cover of it. Yeah, so of it. there was okay. uh, one of the new songs that he played. So there was a nice variety of, of stuff. Uh, I enjoyed the story. Not that I could totally follow the story, but as the set went on, the props started coming out and the the storyline started being played out. There was characters coming in and out. Actors, actors are portraying different parts of the story, and if you're out there listening to it, and you know about Cooper, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But as someone that really isn't that experienced and know the ins and outs, I really enjoyed it. I gotta tell you one thing, though: those big babies are damn creepy that were running around on stage. It's you know, there's just a element of creepiness in there that is welcomed in the Cooper community. It was um, it was funny. Now, one thing I did notice about the the crowd, it was fun because the crowd was um. I made friends with a guy next to me. He was there with his son. This guy's uh, made the trip from Rochester, too. And the first time he saw Coop was on the seventy three billion dollar babies tour. And, you know, he hasn't you know, he's been seeing him throughout the years. And now, you know, his son's like in his late 20s and now he's there with him. And there was some older people. Um, You got to wonder how many of these people have seen Cooper, you know, throughout the years. And it was just, you know, it was just a nice celebration of what, you know, we're into here. It was definitely an older crowd, but it was a coop delivered. If I were to rate coop, I would give him a nine as well.
2: I said to uh, Don, uh, the Motor Lord drummer last night driving home I said I go you know I went into it you know having you know decent expectations like as I said you know I mean I, I know that Alice is one of those guys that has always been noted to deliver I've never seen Alice I'm not gonna you know go on record and say that I own you know the entire Alice Cooper catalog but I I have some stuff and I and I know a lot of the stuff I know a lot of the hits I know a lot of the backstory I know a lot you know there's when they when he's been involved with things, musically you know like i said the only one really i haven't checked out was this uh, detroit muscle album which i definitely will now just because i want to keep myself apprised with it (laughs) I i have to give it a 10 out of 10 because i think that anybody that has ever seen anything whether it be on youtube or whether it be on netflix or whether it be you know wherever where you've seen alice cooper shows um this was it was top notch And the theatricality that comes along with it, I had mentioned to you while we were walking, um, back to the cars last night. Uh, the only other thing that I could think of that matched it, that I've seen in recent years was, uh, I watched a YouTube uh, video from a year or two ago from Tim diamond. And he's does the same kind of thing with the whole big elaborate stage setup and stuff like that. Granted, you know, uh, he doesn't utilize a guillotine like Alice does, which I had to say was a high point for me because I knew it was going to be coming, and I was glad I got a chance to see it, and I was just like you afterwards, wondering how the fuck did he get that to work because I couldn't see any kind of trick delivering or anything, so he's got it perfected to that point where he can kill himself back to life and nobody knows how to yeah. gonna... um,
1: And one thing I did notice and I would like to share is if you're not that familiar with Cooper, you probably know some of these songs, just if you're a rock fan, just by coincidence. But even if you're not that familiar with it, these songs live, you could easily get into them. You you enjoy them live and you you become a fan. Can't say enough about it. Um, I would love to go see it again. And if you're out there. If you're on the fence thinking about going to this, if it's coming into your town, do yourself a favor. Get out there. Spend the money. It was worth it. Get a few friends together that you haven't seen. Go see a rock and roll show. Bring your ID. Bring your Vax card if that applies to you. Uh, let's see the venue. Beers weren't that expensive. Even though I wasn't drinking. You know, waters weren't that much. It was $3 for water. All in all, I give the night a solid 10
2: I'm right there with you, Vern. The best part about it was, you know, I I had been misinformed. Um, I know that we discussed this going into the venue. It must have been just in regards to pre-sale amount that they had. The pre-sale sold out fast, Mm -hmm. like within that first day. Um, They must have held quite a bit or had stuff for later on promotions. Uh, I saw a tag that uh, Anthony Donaldson had had from the venue that posted last night um, where they were talking about the uh, availability. But as the day rolled on into the evening, it filled right up. I mean, there was maybe some scant empty seats down on the, on the, on the, you know, the back corners of the floor. I don't know what the upstairs was like, but they seemed to have made it seem like they, they did what they needed to do. And it was, I was glad to see, all those people be able to get out there and be able to see a show and have a good time with it and participate like you're supposed to at a show. They were yelling and singing and screaming and raising their fists. And, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, it was a, you know, predominantly, you know, more mature crowd, but there was still some young bucks in there making sure that they were enjoying, you know, some of the music and, you know, two two of the best old guard around that were out there last night. So that was great.
1: Yep, it was an old time show in this day and age when you know there's a lot of shed tours and bigger places. This was old school, and it was a treat. And uh, like I said, if it comes to your town, get out there. So, all right, well that's uh, that's our review. That's our show tonight. Alice Cooper, Ace, really last night in Utica. Remember to check out some of the past episodes of Metal Mayhem. Ian is joining me in Metal Walt, and we have a continuing series called The History of Metal. Next week, we'll have 1977. Remember, Monday nights, we have the live Metal Mayhem ROC radio show on thatmetalstation.com. And just uh, stay safe, jam metal, and always remember, keep it heavy. I'm the Vernomatic. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Talk to you next week, folks
0: metal for life and thanks for listening to metal mayhem roc check out our websites at metal mayhem and metal for information on upcoming concerts podcasts archives and all sorts of info please like follow and share with everyone even your non-metal friends catch us next time on wlfe dv radio